there's a famous quote which says that to win a marketplace you must first win the workplace and who better a job can a person do than an hr professional but there are various myths about hr that today we are going to bust in this brand new episode of the entrepreneur talks we have with us the founder of the proud hr services mrs shivani bose so without further ado let's dive right into it so much for coming here how have you been i've been wonderful thank you so much so ma'am my first question is that before starting your entrepreneurial journey or let's say your corporate life uh, how were you as a as a college going student or let's say your daughter so college going student let's start from school i think better is so school was a lot of fun i was studious extremely ambitious doing well then college came and i was bit by that mba bug i wanted to do mba like all my classmates wanted to do so in college i was hardly present most of the time i was pursuing my mba classes because i was very sure that i wanted to crack my cat so most of my college days went there bunked a lot of classes but i bunked generally for studying for my mba so uh, right from the let's say school life you were studious or were you more into sports and athleticism or anything like that so i was studious uh, in the sense the teachers would consider me studious because i'm good at building a particular image you know that okay she's studious i look like a studious student and i scored well because i had a good brain and though i didn't spend a lot of time studying especially in college i used to sit at a space which was actually the first seat but towards the corner so nobody could actually see what i'm doing and they would think she's the first, you know see she is sitting in the first bench so she would definitely be studying while i was watching outside i love to be in the nature so i would keep looking outside what's happening how many students are coming how many are going so yeah i did that during my college time also i did study for my mba right so ma'am uh, right now there is a, you know the degree of mba is more or less saturated because there are a lot of institutes coming up and there are a lot of courses available people are also you know moving abroad and studying mba and doing lots of things and management as a field has been a little saturated over the last decade but during your time what was it like what was the situation like like students like you said you also wanted to prepare for cat and everything and mba used to be a very prestigious degree yes and du was you know one of the pioneers and still is one of the pioneers in the uh, field of management so how was the journey like in the mba if you could share with us so mba was interesting uh, initially it was quite a shock for us like i have uh, throughout studied in a girl school and i i come from a small town i'm from chandigarh and i suddenly reached delhi which is obviously a metro and it not just was my institute a coed my hostel was also coed so the first shock was that okay boys and girls staying together so though we had different floors but still it was quite a shocking thing then if we talk about the classes it was extremely grilling as in we would have classes 8 to 8 and after that we would have group assignments which would ensure that all of us would stay awake till at least 2 or 3 in the night again morning the same grind and one thing that was very interesting that they did for all of us they ensured that if you don't like someone that particular person would stay in your group throughout till you kind of patch up with the person so there was one guy in my group with whom i had a fight right in the beginning and both of us had this big ego so neither he wanted to make up neither did i so till 2 years we were in the same group 
because you know the teachers would know that they are still not made up so we would again come in the same group and you know this really helped because when you are working in a corporate you don't know whom you are going to work with your boss can be as worse as possible and then you learn how to deal with him so definitely my two years for MBA taught me a lot of things which a lot of schooling and you know my college education did not so I'm right after you completed your MBA you started with your corporate life so the challenges that uh, we had in the corporates during that time and now are very different like there is a vast difference that has come in India if we talk about in general there have been a lot many uh, differences that have been occurring every you know every decade there have been new challenges in management that we have been facing so what difference do you find when you started your corporate life and in today's management style so i'll talk about both the things lot of things have remained the same a lot of things have changed what has remained same is essentially the corporate politics the bureaucracy that is still in place especially if you see in and around gujarat we have lot of manufacturing companies so there is bureaucracy so you like you have an executive senior executive manager senior manager so when a fresher joins he he kind of sees that he has to go through so much of hierarchy to get single approvals which unfortunately still exists now what has changed is we had a very normal routine so i would know what i'm supposed to do from 9 to 5 i would be given instructions i would follow it now things are changing every single day so even as a boss you don't know what is going to happen and because of this woka environment everybody is kind of fumbling and anyone who joins a corporate has to be comfortable with chaos so you know today i'm going to work on this and tomorrow my boss will say what are you working on you have to change your priorities so things are very very ambiguous very fluid and we need people who can work through this also i think creativity is a need of the hour like today in my team i would hire a lot of young people millennials because i think they're creative they think differently which is much more valued today than it was at our time so what they wanted from our time was they wanted commitment they wanted someone who would follow instructions now they want someone who can find solutions because every single day we have a problem and we're looking at people who can come up with something different like so uh, we can say that it has become more uh, problem solving yeah. oriented rather than job oriented exactly. like there was a monotonous life but the startup culture that has been building on i think that has caught a lot of you know uh, eyeballs towards younger audiences and uh, younger people that they are attracted towards them because they want to get involved in the business process so i think that's a big change yes i think startups have definitely helped then i think the value of opinion of a millennial has increased uh, too much right now like i was involved with back to back sessions for women's day and you are supposed to give gifts so typically who would decide a gift uh, hr head so i had this company known as itex where the youngest possible employee she has just joined she decided what they have to give so they gave these fridge magnets with the photograph of the employee there which everybody loved now coming for this idea i asked HR manager how did you get this idea so she said i always decide i wanted someone with a very very different perspective and that's how she asked the most junior person there who was absolutely fresh okay you go and decide and everybody loved the idea so now the acceptability of ideas is very high if i think of my time if i would have given an idea to my boss nobody would have cared so now they are not just caring on it they are also implementing those ideas which is absolutely phenomenal yeah so ma'am uh, your corporate life span was around more than 15 years i suppose yes, yes yes so after you know working in the corporate sector for more than 15 years to start your own uh, you know your own venture proud hr services how was the transition what made you think that now is the time that i want to you know uh, start my own thing and build my own uh, company 
uh, okay so lot of things happened during this time one thing was when i was working my job i was kind of getting bored so like i was doing well in my job i got employee of the year award i got a good incentive promotion but then you know you, i was at that table where everybody would come and say you're doing a good job nobody could tell me okay this is where you need to work on this is the learning for the day so i was getting that okay my you know learning is getting stagnated and i didn't want stagnation in my life then second thing that happened was we went through some psychometric tests i am an nlp certified person so there you do something known as wheel of life in which you identify different parts of your life what is what you're good at and where it is lacking and i saw that there was a very big uh, probably a lack or a gap in my professional life so i thought you know boss something is wrong here i need to work on it and when i thought more about it i tried to change my jobs i gave interviews so everywhere they had a similar profile unfortunately the growth parameter of hr in india is itself not so high that you can actually sit at the board meetings and decide what to do so mainly what you would do is you would just go there what the boss tells you or what the ceo of the organization says you have to do that so the role is limited so then i thought why not start something on my own and having got that thought it still took me 2 years to actually quit my comfortable job and get into something as ambiguous as business yeah right so ma'am uh, how did your family take it like when you decided that now this is the time that i want to pursue it so you had a family and uh, you know leaving a job is in itself a very big decision in yes. you know in every person's life uh, so how big was it and how did you you know uh, tackle the family matters if it if it ever was any challenge so my family thought i've gone crazy you're doing well you're getting a good salary why do you want to leave your job so the first thing that my mother said she was a government employee and so was my dad so she was like you know semi government job is something you should definitely keep in your lobby lot of people would agree that today especially when people have lost their job during covid and i kind of understood that but i still didn't understand it so you know there are times there that there are things you're so passionate about that you can't think beyond that so that is what happened to me so my husband was also like you're doing well in your job if you don't like it change your job but why do you want to get something into business nobody in my family has ever done business so everybody was scared about it and they think i wouldn't be able to do it so then i persisted enough and they very unwillingly let me do it and they thought probably you know a year or so she'll try she'll fail and she'll get back to the job did you have a sense of doubt when you started or was it like you were confident that you know i have made a decision i am going to follow it no matter what so there was a lot of scare so unlike the ad you know dar ke aage jeet hai there was a lot of scare there and i didn't know what uh, direction i need to pursue plus when i just started the gst came into being so everybody uh, all the companies that i had associated with or we had agreements they said ma'am abhi ruk jaiye we can't work with you because our focus is on understanding gst and implementing it so right from starting my work till almost 6 months i was out of work so absolutely zero work i sat home i kept contacting clients and it was a very frustrating phase of my life i thought probably i should give up but for good or bad reasons i still continued and after continuing this i have reached so far and the good part is that the gst department is now my client that's that's a, such a major achievement congratulations for that <laughs> yeah so ma'am uh, when you started with proud hr services what was your vision like there is something that an entrepreneur sees that is lacking in the current system and in your case it is human resource and you earlier mentioned that human resource is a field that has not been you know such a major highlight in the economy of india 
especially so what challenges did you see or what things did you see that you wanted to fill the gaps in when uh, which gave rise to proud hr services so when i was working as an hr head uh, we were a lot into learning and development that's my passion so you know and developing employees and we would talk to a lot of trainers but they wouldn't understand exactly what i am coming from what are the issues i'm facing so i felt that i need a person from the industry who has been in my department to understand what i really want the employees to be doing lot of time you know these trainers would come up talk big big stories and when you would see actual training it wouldn't relate to what i was talking about so what i gradually started doing was i started designing their modules because i knew they couldn't do it so i would design the module and say you go ahead and just deliver it so what we would do is we would have a hybrid model where i would also uh, start taking up some of the sessions so some part i would take up some part they would take up i would tell them this activity would work so gradually i felt that you know these trainers somewhere don't get it unless you have worked in the corporate seen what employees are uh, are suffering from or what is the pain area they would not be able to work on it and that is the area that we have addressed by forming proud hr services so like i have worked in the industry i typically understand what an hr manager his problems would be like what a sales manager problem would be like what the ceo is expecting from the employees and we try and bridge that gap right so um, there are certain myths uh, that are you know associated with hr especially in india like when i was in college most of the people that i talked to like they uh, told that either you go for finance either you go for marketing because there is no scope in hr like there is no the growth let's say they, they, even if there is a certain amount of money that you'll get but there is no growth uh, as such in the field of human resources so what is that myth all about and how can we change it i think that that is definitely a myth when this covid situation happened all the managers of the organization be it operations be it a plant guy be it finance all were just sitting down and waiting for the hr guy to take hold of the entire scenario so who decided what the protocols would be how many employees should be in the office how to get the laptops ensured that they reach their home how to ensure there is a policy from work from home everything was done by the hr department and once the lockdown opened again there was a strict you know list of norms which government was changing every second day so they went through it they got all the approvals in place ensured that the employees are safe and again if the people start working in the office a covid case comes up know what to do all these things were very new for the organization and all managers were fumbling we don't know what to do so they all looked up to hr and hr is the one who decided okay this is what we are going to do so any organization which had a clearly positive and strong hr survived was also able to make a lot of profits like it organizations and where the hr was weak or mainly transactional in nature they could not perform so now i think the role of hr has gained a lot of importance for a lot of people who could not understand and it will continue to gain a lot of importance what i feel is when you start your career in hr it might be difficult to land your first job because in every company you might hire 10 people in sales but you would hire one or two people in hr the growth there is definitely there as long as you are willing to learn so that is the only mantra you are willing to learn and you don't say okay i don't want to work in recruitment or i don't want to work in learning and development so learn as much as possible and you will definitely grow there is certain notion that the jobs would be reduced considerably going forward because of the automation and many people would be losing their jobs so how important is the role of hr in such a case where you know that people are you know going to fear that if they don't have a technical background if they don't you know adapt to this artificial intelligence or you know learning machine learning and everything 
so how do you think an hr role becomes important in such a scenario as on of there has been a lot of talk about ai being used in hr and you know using alexa and using all these things for interviews so what i feel is there's a personal touch there which would be missing and how would you cover up that like we also did a lot of online sessions at this point of time and we did an offline session the kind of impact you generate in an offline session wouldn't ever happen in an online session similarly you know a lot of people have bought up these lms systems which they have used but they are not getting results so i'm sure they can use ai for a lot of things probably for payrolls which is more transactional system but where you need to interact with people understand what is the pulse of the organization mainly numbers cannot do that they can definitely help if you want to find out the roi of a program or you know the kind of recruitment you spend how much cost you spend all that can happen but you definitely need people to go and talk to people we are all social beings and this lockdown made us realize no matter how much technology we have we still need to go out and talk to people right that's very very important so i feel the role of hr would there would therefore include a lot of empathy now which we were not expecting like when i was in hr we expected the hr manager to be a little sober you know sit still not talk much now we expect them to show a lot of empathy go and talk to people and ask how is your family is everybody safe and then talk about work organize events from them where uh, there is a need for them like something like stress management something into yoga which would help the employees as a whole so i think empathy is what we are looking at rather than a lot of automation that's my personal say for it what do you think there is there a gap between the academic that are in place and the actual requirements of the industry so i think definitely the gap is very wide between what academics teach and what is the real environment like i have a lot of interns who are pursuing their mba some of them are pursuing the bba and they say okay we've heard about you know delegation about bureaucracy and here we see this is happening these are the issues we are facing so unfortunately lot of things academics cannot handle and they're trying their best so that's why they allow these projects where you go to the industry and actually see what's happening but i think our course curriculum overall right i would say right from nursery till the post graduation level needs a lot of overhaul we need more practical sessions and you know more like a case study approach okay this is the case this is what can be done so that students get you know initially we spoke about problem solving that's where we all need to end up right so ma'am you have your team in place right now for proud hsr group so you being an hr person you must be knowing how to handle a team so how is your team functioning like do you have what kind of environment have you created in proud hr services that you know that makes people uh, that makes your employees you know felt safe secure and at the same time they are you know ready to take the next step forward and you are ready for growth uh, so one thing we started was i have always believed in women empowerment so i gave an option to lot of women who are working with us so except for one guy who's in delhi rest of the team is all women and we have given them a lot of options like i have lot of women employees working with me who cannot work full time because of certain family issues or personal commitments so some of them would work part would work part time some of them would work full time and we have people from all backgrounds so i have someone from arts background i have someone from engineering background so that you know we all get together and decide what's the best for the company and i personally still feel that the best of the ideas that we get are still from the millennials because these young people come up from nowhere and they come up with an idea like one of my intern told me let's use a comedy talk in one of our training no training and a stand up comedy doesn't go hand in hand so we had lot of discussion brainstorming and she finally convinced me 
then there was one video of this movie pyar ka panchnama so there's a big monologue so she said let's use it and it is it also has abuses right so i was very skeptical but she convinced me it was a total hit so i think my team's major strength is also these millennials young people coming up with such brilliant ideas which even i can't think so i think when my thinking stops their thinking just starts so i'm talking about mistakes or challenges what were the initial challenges that you you know sort of faced in proud hr services and how did you manage to cope with it so like i shared one challenge that i was out of work for 6 months then another challenge that i faced was i was a known hr professional so people would know that okay shivani is there and anyone who knows you as a friend does not give you work and it is not just for me any professional you go to has faced the same thing your friends you know if to you open a shop today they will not go to your shop they will go 2 kilometers away and buy from there some it's in india we don't encourage each other that's what i face anyone who was a professional valued me as a professional and gave me the opportunity to work and for other people it has been they still feel okay skeptical or they feel okay you know it shouldn't happen that she should get ahead of me so that is also the insecurity people operate from right so what are the few things that uh, you know an entrepreneur should keep in mind you know while starting their own venture or something that you faced or that you encountered and that you would like to you know share with our audiences that they should keep in mind you know while starting off a new venture be it in any field so the first thing is you need to identify what your passion is be in that field then uh, you need to have a vision okay this is what my product or service is like this is where i see myself 5 years from now and post that this is the execution process i have so that vision has to be clear and the most important part is you need to have a great team which stands by you resolutely despite you're making profits or not because what happens is the moment you start making losses your team starts disappearing so having said that if you have a have a team for whom your trust is there they will still be there with you right so uh, one last question what is the worth it work ethic that you follow that you know keeps um, making you like go every day to the work and not feel like work like there are you know when you start your own venture you are passionate about it but st- still you need to find that you know constant motivation to keep going and going 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 and even in the initial days especially when you said you during the 6 month away when you had no work to you know get into so at that time what kept you what kept you going and uh, what was the work ethic like that you followed during those times one thing that definitely helps us we all have a bad days when we feel like giving up you need to have a support group there with you people who say no 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 you are going to do it you can't quit your job like i wanted to quit this business at least 3 to 4 times and every time my husband said you can't quit now that you have come so far you can't quit so he has been one person who has been responsible to ensure i'm right there even during the covid scenario so we were out of work for almost 6 months and i said like i don't know i can't continue with this he said you can so i got a good job offer i wanted to take it up and he said no 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 you will always get a job that's not a problem but once you stop this you will stop your passion and you will become a very disengaged demotivated employee so be uh, be what you are and follow your passion and have someone who can you know just push you through no this is what you are going to do so all the audiences out there this is one major highlight of uh, the entire uh, episode that we have that you have to follow your passion no matter what and you have to keep someone with you like ma'am said that keeps pushing you towards your goals and uh, you know keeps your dreams alive and i think your family has been a really great motivator for you because i have seen dhairya and shoya and they've been uh, 
real such uh, joyful kids to have around so that kind of cheers you up uh, automatically as well so uh, that will be it for today ma'am thank you so much again for joining with us on this uh, talk show and i hope uh, all our audiences have uh, you know gained a lot of knowledge and uh, they'll you know certainly gain a lot of experience with these talks as well so thank you so much again for joining with us thank you super thank you for giving this opportunity and any last words that you would like to say to our audiences so one thing that i have spoken about throughout the session follow your passion that is what will make you achieve your dreams